0: I need to catch me, fuck the clothes These niggas, they had to sell some dough Bitch, no smoking, so bitch Tryna get it, by, it out. by the house gas, yeah, selling perky sure. No kid gotta work it Perfect. Young nigga been ballin' Perfect. I feel like you serving. Yeah. I got the rockin' and you Young niggas ain't really workin' <laughs> ain't really Hey young gordo. Still listening to day by day, I should promote my own shit. Hold on. Let me get comfortable. <sighs> Woo! Alright. Alright, alright. All right. Ah, Perfect. So if you are listening to this, thank you for one. Thank you for clicking play on that. And two, if you are listening to this, then you are listening to somebody who is officially. And I mean officially. Officially. 25 years old 25 And I already know what certain people are gonna say Especially like old niggas They'll hit you with the 25 Boy you 25 25? Boy that's a Boy You don't even know nothing 25 you st- you still got milk on your gums boy You still sucking on the titty You, you ain't even got no You ain't even got no hair on your nuts boy You don't know nothing about life Oh shiny nuts I, know, I already I, I already know. But it's like to those people I'd say fuck you. Like I don't I don't I already feel like I've lived I, I I feel like I've lived two lifetimes. Like I'm over it, I'm under it, I'm good. <laughs> it's it's been a long road. So depending on what type of life you live, 25 is 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 huge because and I don't want to sound stereotypical I'm trying to think of the way to say this I I, I want to say I never thought I never thought of 25 like I, I never thought I'd make it to 25 and I, I know how that sounds and I don't mean in a sense where like that hard way like Never thought I'd make it to 25 (laughs) Never thought I'd see 25 But I'm still alive When I was young I had to grip the knife, Blow a nigga mind Like I (laughs) would He was young But he had his (laughs) Hold on He was young But he got his head blown off He was just a young nigga Like not like that Not in that sense Like I did experience Trauma and violence During developmental stages like serious trauma and violence, but it wasn't in that direct way that a lot of people live. And that's why I never put my trauma and violence that I experienced over another's because uh, over another person, because a lot of people in the world are confronted with trauma and violence on a direct level where they're threatened with like being killed randomly or being killed because of what you're wearing or being killed because you reach for your wallet too fast. Just, I never was encountered with that type of trauma and violence. So that's not the reason why I say, you know, I never thought I'd make it to 25, but more so in a sense where I never even conceptualized it. Like I could never conceptualize what 25 would look like. I didn't know where I would be. I didn't know what I would look like. I never had that ability That and that's a skill that's a skill people. that's a very underrated skill that people don't talk about or pay attention to the skill to be able to see that future you and then using your body your mind and your words your voice kind of sculpt reality in a way to where you look up and you are that thing that you visualized. You know what I mean? Like, that's a skill that can be cultivated. That's a skill that that I feel like you develop at an early age. That skill to using your, just using your, your, your mind and your body, making reality bend to your will. You know what I mean? Like, And then you look up and you're like, oh shit, I'm a chef. I thought about doing this and now I am that. Like we're the only, it's an underrated underrated skill and it's a skill that's very specific to humans. Only humans can do this. And that's why we're able to achieve the things that we're able to achieve because we can simulate situations and then using our whole body and everything end up in those situations. And I never felt like I had that skill. And I'm realizing so much from turning 25 and that's why I wanted to do this because as I'm turning, uh, as I get older, I'm realizing all these things about life. I always felt like I was kind of just floating in the wind. Like I was just here. I always felt really present But in the worst sense of the word, present in a sense where I'm not connected to my past because somewhere along the line, my brain took it upon itself to take some of those real traumatic and violent memories and pack them away in a box and say, like, you don't have any usage for these right now. Maybe down the line, you can open this box up, but right now there's no use for this box pack those away so I wasn't really connected to my memories and turning 25 is crazy because I don't know if it's my brain fully developing or like I'm taking a personal I'm taking personal responsibility for myself and trying to like unpack these boxes that I put away but I'm having all these memories that are like triggered from songs and smells I smelt the smell of soot the other day, and it put me back in this, uh, being a kid and coming home and seeing the apartment burn down, like somebody, just, somehow our apartment was just burned down and it triggered that memory like, wow, that did happen and songs that my mom will play uh, songs that my mom played when I was a kid, and I'll hear them today, and it'll trigger just a crazy memory, like, fuck, that did happen to me, so, I'm not connected to my past, but I never had the stability, I'm not gonna say never, but I mean in the develop, developmental part of my life, I never had the stability to be able to look and predict a future self, and say, okay, this is what I wanna do, because the nature of what was going on at the moment was so unpredictable, That was the only thing that I felt like I needed to worry about. I needed to worry about what was going to happen on the day-to-day because shit was going crazy. And I'll get a little bit more into depth with that so you can understand what I mean. But so I I wasn't connected to the future at all. I wasn't connected to the past. So I was kind of just here. And that's what it felt like. That's what life felt like leading up to this. And now I'm kind of putting everything together. So me, just feeling like I'm just existing, I'm just here. And I always kind of felt, okay, I guess this is what we're doing now. Like at one point things got so bad with my mother, I had to literally run away. This is when I was like nine years old or 10 10 years old. I I, I can't even remember, I can't even pinpoint it. That's crazy. I'm sure if I go back in the files, I can know exactly when it was. But at one point, I physically ran away. And I feel like that decision was very telling and kind of like a marker when it comes to the rest of my life. Or when it comes to my life up to this point. Because I'm not... I. I, I at. At this point being 25 I'm not I'm not running away anymore I can't I cannot run away and I don't blame my mother you know I ran away and uh, at one point I was in uh, foster care for a little bit but the same family that I was in foster care with ended up Ultimately adopting me. And, uh, you know, it took a lot to really understand that situation and dissect that because I had to first wrestle through repressed memories. I had to first be mature enough to be able to talk to my mother again down, down the road and get the full context of the situation. I'm blessed to have that ability because a lot of people probably would have fell victim to their resentment and turned into the very thing that they were trying to avoid. Now, mind you, I did turn into the thing I was trying to avoid in different areas, but not that it ever, you know, I was able to reconcile with my past and, kind of forgive my mother and move on. But the way I was able to forgive my mom was through the realization that she couldn't give me what she didn't have. And the thing, she thought that she had it. She thought she could and we always think that we can. But she could not give me what she didn't have. Her mother tortured her. And it's it's so weird to say, it's so weird to say. And maybe my maybe my aunt wouldn't even agree with me saying like tortured. Maybe that's like you know, too far. And I'm not going to say there wasn't glimpses of love in that. But my grandmother, I love her to death, RIP Josephine. She's passed. But my grandmother was not capable of giving that to my mother and my mother was not able, uh, capable of giving that to me. So with the realization of that, you know, initially it doesn't really help. It's like, okay, so I just come from a family tree of fucked up shit. Okay, well, thanks. Trauma and violence. Hurt people hurting people Generational poison All these things <sighs> And it wasn't trauma and violence I, Again, it was not When I was young I had to grip the knife Kill a nigga on a dime Blow a nigga head off the shoulders Not like <laughs> People are like I thought this was like a I thought this was a comedy podcast Isn't that supposed to be funny Sorry <laughs> But you get what I mean? This is what I'm talking about, the developmental stages where trauma and violence affects you without you even knowing it. You can say, I'm not gonna be my I'm not gonna be like my mom and do that to my kids. But your brain is hardwired to see certain things as love. So I come from, like I said, I come from a family of hurt people, hurting people. And I was able to come to terms with that. God damn it. I was able to come to terms with that and understand that, which gave me the ability kind of... Which gave me more than the ability to just forgive my mom. Also the ability to really see what was going on. And this brings me to being 25 because i'm gonna i'm gonna make this short my mom didn't stand a chance my grandmother didn't stand a chance in a lot of ways my sister didn't stand a chance i was able to break the cycle even in a even in a little way by running away and getting adopted and and Being raised by a completely different family For the second half of my life In a little way I was able to break the cycle Even if it was in the weirdest way possible Oh And just to go back Fuck, I'm hopping around But that point I was making about the people who Develop the ability To sculpt reality And kind of predict themselves Being somewhere And then like use everything to put themselves in that situation that they predicted you always can tell who those people are and you can tell that that skill is developed early because those are the niggas that when everybody outside is playing basketball, we playing football, we outside riding our bikes to the gas station we like, where's so-and-so? And And they are in in the house they are in the house doing homework, you never see that motherfucker, we're like, yo, where is he never come outside. That nigga is working. Okay? He gets it. He gets it. Don't talk to me about parents. Don't say, oh, his parents made him do it. No. If you want to skip out on homework, if you don't want to do homework, believe me, you will find a way. And if you, if you can't find a way, talk to me. I know something about that. <laughs> Sadly. Sorry, but I digress. <laughs> but... Through weird circumstances, I was able to break the cycle, even if it was just like situational. And then I was able to experience real love. And I know it's real love because it's something that I can't really identify. I can't really put it in a box and it doesn't have conditions. And it's not like it's and it makes it throws me off a little bit. Like I I still have to come to terms with this and the people around me see my, see me as something that I don't see myself as. And I'm like, why do y'all, it's always a confusing thing for me, but I'm experiencing real love. I was able to surround myself with these people that love me. And I was able to have this talent this is my point, like, every time you open your eyes, it's another, it's another chance, and, like, I didn't get it before now, it's like, you have a chance to break the generational poison, you have a chance to not fall into the cycle, and if you are in the cycle, you have a chance to identify why you're in the cycle and then after you get out of the cycle you have all the context of you being in the cycle to know oh that's why i was there i can help other people and that's part of the reason why i would do a podcast i wouldn't do a podcast i don't care when other people talk so i care even less when i'm talking but i i feel compelled and this is the thing about this time of my life, I I feel compelled to stand up. I feel compelled to not run away. I've been running away. When I ran away a long time ago, I made a decision with myself to keep running away. So it, it sounds crazy, but, but it's true. I'm very non-confrontational, almost to a fault. I, I'm not assertive and a lot of people can take that as just being a nice guy but I know why it is you're running away and I'm not running away anymore I am ready I am ready I'm 25 and I know that sounds crazy but I've, I've nobody can tell me shit because I've lived the full spectrum already. The only thing I don't know and the only thing I haven't experienced yet is what would happen if I fully committed myself and I did not run away and I stood there and I said, this is me, this is what I'm doing. That's the only thing I don't know about life yet. I've experienced hell. And, mind you, it wasn't. When I was younger, nah, he was young, but he got his head blown off. And it wasn't like... (laughs) That's not even funny, but it's just like... Because niggas really do experience that. (laughs) I'm gonna pull the nine out, rip a nigga's spine out, then we ride out. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm... But I do know what I'm talking about. So with that being said, I'm concluding this birthday fucking podcast. I am a beautiful black man in the land of opportunity. I don't know what this is anymore, <laughs> but I know what I am now. <laughs> and I'm ready to fully accept that. So with that being said, right after this I'm dropping some heat it's it's another two-parter for that ass if you know me you know I love to do that Uh, the first part is a song called low-key with a crazy hook that I love and the second song is dedicated to my sister it's called turn your phone on it's very sweet very sweet um sh- I- I shout out to everybody man i love everybody i love everything shout out to my dearest nakira my aunt my sister my chess brothers my chess brethren fucking love those guys and i love y'all uh, oh, oh shout out to joyce ann peters uh and that and my whole adoptive family the whole peters all y'all man y'all y'all get it look uh, I fucking I can't even I, I gotta get fuck because I'm, I'm about to start <laughs> that's one thing about I feel like I'm coming more in touch with my emotions too like I, I don't know if my brain is fully developing or what but I'm feeling it I'm feeling something um, but thank you. thank you thank you thank you whatever thank you God thank you the universe thank you <sighs> thank you gratitude um. Yeah, so new music right after this This is kind of like the prequel to the Evil Ego Hour podcast With co-host Cody Manawi dropping this Thursday um, I gotta look at the exact date I don't know what it is I'm kind of just in my bag right now uh, And the album Potential Intermission Is the name of the album And it is coming Either the ending of either the end of August or the beginning of September. It is coming. I'm not running. It's time. It's... So, thank y'all. Tune into the Evil Eagle Hour podcast. Uh, listen to this heat. Tell your friends, share this pod. Maybe it's helpful for somebody who's experienced. Trauma and violence, whether it be by the hands of their own parent or. <laughs> Got his head blown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's messed up. All right. Thank you. Love you. We out. Wait. Why doesn't want to stop? Stop.